Happy New Year, y'all. Welcome to another edition of Pushing the Envelope Music Decidedly Left of Center, featuring the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music, from the worlds of rock, jazz, classical, world music, spoken word, ambient, electro-acoustic, etc., 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 now going into our 34th year. My name's Joel Crutt. Welcome aboard. We open today's festivities with a track called Layla from an Algerian French instrumental band from 1979 called Ramen, R-A-H-M-A-N-N, from a release of the same name, re-released in 98 on the Musea label. And their music, sort of a combination of elements of uh, Eastern Arabian music, and French Zool jazz rock. I found it lurking on my hard drive and thought, wow, that's a nice track. And it's the same name as my older daughter, Layla. So that's where we're starting. Ways you may get in touch with me and Pushing the Envelope are email. Pushing the Envelope, W-H-U-S, at gmail.com. You can go to the X-like Twitter thing, or the Twitter-like X thing, and look under at E-N-V-P-U-S-H-E-R, numeral one. And to listen to prior programs, check out podbean.com and search under Pushing the Envelope. We're going to enter phase one with a new release on the Ravello record label due to come out in about a week or so, entitled Shades, from saxophonist Jeff Siegfried here in tandem with pianist Sean Fryer, a track entitled Candlewood, and Candlewood is composed by Galliflagello, friend of Pushing the Envelope, co-founder of Connecticut's Summerfest New Music Festival, which takes place at the Hart School each year. According to Gala, Candlewood, a 2021 composition, was commissioned by Jeff Siegfried for this album, which features themes of nature and the supernatural. This piece sits at the intersection of those two concepts by exploring the inherited mythology of Candlewood Lake, one of multiple supposedly haunted places in my hometown. Candlewood Lake is man-made, Connecticut Light and Power having seized the town of Jerusalem through eminent domain to be filled with water, turning a large valley into a lake for hydroelectric power to support five surrounding towns. The idea of this underwater town fascinated and terrified me as a child, and the lore of the lake was whispered from child to child as I grew up. Some say if you dive down far enough, you can touch an old church steeple. Some say they've never moved the bodies that were in Jerusalem cemetery before the valley was flooded, so they're still down there ready to float up with just the wrong jostle of a boat motor on the surface. Candlewood musically weaves these tales of the lake, examining how a story transforms over time and how that story might transform us, the ones who inherited it decades ago. New music from Jeff Siegfried. As we enter phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS. <laughs> Thank you. 
North Germany, in the soundscape of her childhood. Actually, we're listening to a recording she made in the place of her childhood. Every time she returned home, she made recordings. This one is from 1977. Now we're hearing her mother playing the piano. grew up in this soundscape. She doesn't remember listening to it. She simply absorbed it all. Her father did listen. Walking in the garden and forest, his whole being drawn inside the ever-shifting bell sounds, the birds. Sensing how weather, wind, seasons, and time of day performed daily variations of these familiar sounds in this familiar landscape.
And now, as we walk toward the house, we can hear the clock chime that was always there, marking time in the family's life. than anyone else, she often would hear the sound of the piano. She would always know who was playing it, one of her four older siblings or her mother. Each one produced a unique sound on that instrument. listening that happens when the sounds are barely there. It's the soft tones that for me are often the most rewarding. ever had to force the girl to practice. The velvety sound of the baby grand was a space of refuge and comfort. were not playful when she grew up. They were scary. She learned about right and wrong notes. Playing wrong notes was bad. She learned... One piano teacher demanded that pieces be played without a wrong note. This scared the girl. She made mistakes all the time. She did not notice that her ears shut down that they did not dare to hear the sound of the piano that she loved so much. I was 10 to 12 hours a day at the piano, often. Minimum of eight. But I look back on it now and I don't think I was really practicing the piano. I was more kind of worrying the piano. Worrying the piano. Play something and reject it, play it, 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 reject it. There was no joy in it and there was little openness for anything. It was all just a long way to punish myself for many hours at a time.
piano teacher. Only one taught her to listen to the sound of the piano. Listen to the touch. Listen to how it changes the sound. She loved that teacher. She loved playing for her ears. A note is not just a note. A note is not just a note. What I had to learn was to relax, to relax and let go. That's when the sound starts to bloom. When the relationship is intact, there is ease and flow. after her music studies, she had a nightmare. She was in a piano exam. The piano they had given her made no sound. Outraged, she demanded an audible piano. Another one was brought in. She started playing. But there were barbed wire fences, miniature ones strung between the keys of B and C in every octave. For a while, she actually tried to stretch her fingers across each one of them, leaping high enough so as not to get hurt, but then, exasperated, she stopped playing, got up in protest, and woke up in a cold sweat. Yes, it was a nightmare but she found the strength to protest. The judges could not intimidate her any longer. That made her happy. house in the interior of British Columbia. It had been there for many years. Some strings, keys, and hammers were broken. Rats and mice had left their traces upon the soundboard. She couldn't wait to play it. How would it sound? This piano did not scare her. It was impossible to make mistakes on it. It was already ruined. There were no judging ears for miles. She was open, free, experimenting, listening.
the piano becomes not just the piano that I know, but a whole discovery, uh, other world of possibility, unexpected creature, this instrument that you think you know. Thank <laughs> you. 
closing out phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope, we heard the latest from flute player Claire Chase playing a composition from composer Phyllis Chen entitled Roots of Interior for Flute and Heartbeat off the new focus recording from last year, Density 2036, Part 6, the year 2019. The composer notes, There was a time when I could hear two heartbeats inside my body beating in counterpoint in conversation. Since the sound of my heartbeat was the first music my daughter heard, I always trusted she would intuit the rhythm of my song. With all the metaphoric uses of the heart, it is surprising that I forget to simply listen to my own beatings, its speed, its irregularities, and other qualities. In this piece, I think of Claire not only as a performer, but as a landscape, an environment that changes as she plays. Toward the end of the work, we catch a glimpse into her experience by way of a digital stethoscope strapped to her chest. What will her heart sound like today? And what will it be like in 2036? Prior to that, new music from Canadian composer Hildegard Westerkamp. Title track of her Earsay record release, Clavier Clang, featuring pianist Rachel Kio Iwasa. Clavier Clang is a sonic musical journey for narrating pianists and soundscapes into the complexities of piano playing, a dramatic narrative grappling with conventions and classical music training, and opening ears towards an authentic re-engagement with this musical sound-making instrument. Prior to that, a new release featuring the music of composer Hee-Yoon Kim, a track entitled Reversion is the Moment of Tao, and that is brought to us by LEA3, the Contemporary Music Ensemble in Residence at Boston University. And that's from a release entitled Voyage Within, out on Ravello Records. Reversion is the Movement of Tao is inspired by the sayings of Lao Tzu, traditionally regarded as the founder of Taoism in ancient China and credited to have written the main book Tao Te Ching. The piece consists of eight sections, subtitled by Lao Tzu's quotes, and each section is built based on the concept of the quote, nothing is static, change itself is intelligibly systemized, yin and yang. This is Tao. 64 hexagrams, all beings are one. Civilization is a degradation of the natural order. Not being is superior to being. Return to Tao. Taoism emphasizes a natural way of life. In Taoist legends, the eight immortals are believed to know the secrets of nature. Thereby, the number eight plays key roles in the structure of the piece. Written for eight instruments with eight sections, each instrument has eight motifs, making 64 hexagrams, I Ching, all together. Notes from He Yun Kim. And we started that set out with a piece from our friend Galaflagello, commissioned by saxophonist Jeff Siegfried, and here featuring Sean Fryer on piano, Galaflagello's composition, Candlewood. Phase two 
we're going to go back and listen to three tracks from the latest Starkland release from Guy Klusevic. Hope Dies Last, the name of the album. In this album, Klusevic continues his tradition of writing, quote, according to the Village Voice, the world's most abnormal, normal music, wherein instantly appealing and seemingly simple pieces surreptitiously employ unusual and imaginative arrangements. And this release features well-known musicians, including pianist Jenny Lynn and violinist Todd Reynolds. And we're going to hear three tracks, starting with A Little Madness in the Spring. New music from Guy Klusevic as we enter phase two of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS.
blackbirds that fill the sky, painting the air in almost complete darkness. Are you spotless? Leaving nearly nothing beyond shafts of bluest pinkish beams that circle and dramatically highlight are not are actually birds at all, but pigments collecting in the air. Free of station, free agents of color. Whistling through, transforming the environment. Are you spotless? Let it be known. The rushing din of trains that pepper the soundtrack and staccato bursts, cleaving through particles, dampening frequencies like blankets, flattening perception, and loosening screws and foundations, are not actually trains, but exclamations like rushing elephants, knocking into the elements, like thunder cracking through the sky.
Let him walk you. Call out in the heat of awareness. Let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known.
we wrap up another edition of Pushing the Envelope with music from Robert Scott Thompson. His gorgeous release of Circles and Shadows out on his Au Courant record label from 2022. We heard part 13 of Circles and Shadows' lovely ambient space music. Check it out. Prior to that, new music from Eva Goyen and Mauricio Pauli, name of the No High Discos, released from last year, Hopeful Monster. We heard a track called Temper Hold Taper. The music on Hopeful Monster is audibly propelled by their spontaneous interaction. The exchanges feel improvised in as much as they radiate urgency and wonder, or even that aforementioned glimmer of risk. However, it is also grounded deeply so in a distinctive joint vision, one that imparts cohesion, intricacy, and exerts evocative weight. The latest from Eva Goyen and Mauricio Pauli. From Rob Mazurik and the Exploding Star Orchestra, their cuneiform release from 2015, Galactic Parables Volume 1. A live recording, we heard Free Agents of Sound, recorded in Sardinia, Italy. According to the Cuneiform website, ever since Exploding Star Orchestra's debut recording, Mazurik has been gradually building an epic science fiction opera inspired by the writings of Samuel R. Delaney and Stanislaw Lem. With Galactic Parables, his vast speculative realm is coming more clearly into focus with an apocalyptic vision of alternate universes, machine reproduction run amok, and the colonization of distant planets. Galactic Parables is the first record where we're getting close to hitting on the libretto for this future opera, says Mazurik, who by inclination and geography is linked to a constellation of Chicago avant-garde pioneers. An album that I have always loved from 1974. I was uh, in college and picked this up out of a cutout rack and was blown away. Ursula Dudziak and Adam Makovich, Newborn Light, came out on the Columbia label. And interesting mix of electronics, processed vocals, Ursula Dudziak's five octave voice, Adam Makovich's killer uh, keyboard playing, we heard Darkness and Newborn Light. Find it if you can. Highly recommend it. And we started that set out with three tracks from Guy Klusevich's current release on Starkland, Hope Dies Last. We heard An Ear Can Break a Human Heart, How Slow the Whistle Sang, and A Little Madness in the Spring. Wishing everyone a happy and healthy new year. We will see you next time. Until then, take care. <laughs>